Give me that lighter, Sean. This is our lighter situation. Fucking sucks dick over here. Can All you right, reach? You guys can you have reach? The lighter fetish. Why do we need two? All right, we don't. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yes, we're in lighter abundance. Good morning, lovers. Good morning. Mm, good morning. Welcome to Awake and Bake Wednesday. You weren't going to say it. You said <laughs> it. We're waking and baking. Yes. Let's light one up. So, my new friend, Arizona, he he introduced himself to me, to us, by saying, you've met your minimum requirement to be loved, and you're loved by the universe. And it was just such a sweet reminder, and I just want to pass that along. Wait, that was that guy's name? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, we were coming through the airport, um, and we were taking the podcast case, which is, like, covered in stickers, and this dude is, like, a foot behind me, like, like this tall black kid. And I'm like, what's this guy doing? Why is he like up in my shit? I'm trying to keep six feet from everybody doing the fucking right thing. And all of a sudden he's like, what do you got? What's in there? What's in there? And I was like, oh, podcasting stuff. And he like legit fucking chased us down. We exchanged stickers. Exchanged stickers. He started following us. And then he left us with that like little bit of love. And I'm like, wow, what fucking. I want everyone to be that bright. Yeah. To a stranger. Yeah. Just fucking blast them. Blast them. Blast them with your brightness. Yeah. It can be a little unarming. People can be a little like, whoa. That's kind of how I was. Yeah, you were totally like, whoa, what uh, are you doing? Coming at me, telling me I'm loved and shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. And then you just leave the, have the rest of the day and you're like, wow, I'm loved. He loves me. I love him. We love each other. It's true. Fucking that's how you subvert the uh, dominant paradigm. Yeah, I, I, you know, I I say it all the time. I'll say it again. If you love a motherfucker, let him know. You right. Know? Like, like we need more of that. More. On Mercury's Day, Wednesday, communication. Wake and bake Wednesday. Wake and bake Wednesday. Good day to let a motherfucker know you love him. Mm. Also, a good day to remember that you are loved. Open up those channels and receive that love. Because that's, that's what I'm feeling lately is that you got to open your channel in order to hear the messages. Because if your channel is closed, you're going to miss the signs. Mm. And the other thing I heard this weekend for Wednesday, reminder, do more drugs. <laughs> it's always a good one. Yeah. That's always a good one. Yeah. And then, yeah. Fix your mic. This Pisces energy, what, do you, what about it? Do you want to fix? That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dissolution of boundaries that's going on right now. And I think that can open up our channels, right? It's almost like chaos is a little bit more available to us because the boundaries between things are a little bit more dissolved. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. That could, and, and you know, when that first happens, that's uh, not always a, a great feeling. Yeah. When the chaos is fucking coming for you yes. from all fucking angles. Yeah. Because that's what chaos will do. Yeah. 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 Got to learn to ride that wild. It's vast. It's scary. It's dark. Mm. I always say you can't see in the dark, but you can hear in the dark. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I listen. Just listen. But sometimes you can hear better when you can't see. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm saying Absolutely. the most obvious motherfucking thing, <laughs> but it is like that. It's like when you turn off one sense, another sense gets heightened, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I think, yeah, with all this crazy art chaos energy, we may not be able to see as well, but yeah, it's a lot of listening you can do. Oh, but we can mm. hear. Yeah. I'm going to read a hymn for the nymphs. Please. We have spirits of the water. That's what mm. we're waiting for. we're about to get into the deep. Yeah. Patiently. It's going to be, su- yeah. 
the nymphs. The nymphs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all got a, a little nymph in us. You got to fucking honor your inner nymph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let that fucker out. Nymphs, the daughters of the great-hearted ocean, and the damp trailing depths of the earth, you have your homes. With hidden courses, thonic and joyful nurses of Bacchus, you bear fruit in meadows on the winding roads. Pure ones who delight in the caves where you dwell and in the air and wellsprings, you run dew-clad with nimble steps. Both visible and invisible, much-blooming glen nymphs, you howl and dance with pan on the mountains, and flowing down the rocks you hum sweetly. Wild manes of streams and forests, perfumed virgins all in white, breathing sweet breezes, you love goat herds and shepherds and bright fruit, friends to beasts. Delighting in frost tender, you spur growth and nourish many. Maidens, playful with wet footprints, dwelling on Nysa and chanting paeans in a frenzy with Bacchus and Deo, you being grace to mortals. Come with a grateful temper to this holy sacrifice and pour down a health-giving stream in the season of fecundity. Whoa. What the fuck? Talk about a synchronicity. Synchronicities. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking goats, fucking sacrifices. Yeah. Friends to beasts. Friends to beasts. Friends to beasts. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the core, va- core values of the Trinity Infinity. Friend, friend, of, the, friend of the beast. Friend Absolutely. Of, friend of the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's man. It's more comfortable place to be. That's powerful. That book is so fucking powerful. I'm glad we pulled that into this. Because it's one of those things, it's like, as you're reading it, everything you're saying is like, it, it's liquid gold. I'm like, Oh, I want that. I want that. I yeah. want to grab that. I want to grab but I can't because the next thing is just as dope. Totally. So I'm like, Oh, I just got to let this flow through me. Uh, I'll just, uh, you know, my, the right senses will pick up on whatever I need from this fucking thing. Yeah. I love the imagery. I love the vision quest that kind of takes you on. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. You're like, all of a sudden you're in the deep in the yeah. water and then all of a sudden you're a lamb being sacrificed. And then all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> What is you know? the nymph life all about? Like, what is that? What is a nymph? Spirits of the water. Oh. And sylphs are spirits of the air. Mm. Wait, sylphs. so I thought nymphs are spirits of the forest. Who, who's the forest spirit? There are forest nymphs as well. I mean, that's what they were talking about in this book too. Mm. Like on the mountains and in the forest. So I guess it's overlapping. But I think of nymphs more as like water spirits. And maybe there's a better I mean, term it, for... If you're a nymph in the, stre- in the forest, you're definitely by a stream. Totally. So mm-hmm. I, think, totally. I think that makes, that checks out. Totally. Uh, well, how did nymphs get associated with being poon hounds? Or poon releasers. I think yeah. they, they share how, their how poon. Did, how did nymphs get the association with uh, sexuality? Addicted yeah. to water falls, I oh, guess. So. Addicted <laughs> to waterfalls. Oh my God. <sighs> Shit. That's fucking. My best guess. Make a nymph out of me. Make a nymph association. Yeah. Fucking called out. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Spirits of the water. And I don't know if we talked about land spirits on this podcast yet, but I think I I talk about that quite a bit. When I was in Hawaii, people always talk about the spirit of the water and Mm. respecting the spirit of the water and watching the spirits of the water. And when the fires were going on in Australia, um, some bunch of firefighters were talking about how profound it was that the fires were going against the winds. Mm. Um, And a lot of people serious that, you know, like spirit has a um, fire has a spirit too mm. and so they were on their own mission of um destruction Whoa. we had a friend well we have a friend our friend jen had had many premonitions about like 2019 and fires or 2020 whatever year was the yeah, most she fires. had written these premonitions in 2015 and, and then all this stuff started happening and she was reading it to us and i was like holy shit basically she was tapping into like some dark realities like obviously there's multiple realities happening at once but when you're always targeting t- 
tapping into the dark one, you're like, hey, I think I'm cool not tapping into this. Mm. You know, I'm cool just letting the darkness come because I'm not going to be able to stop the forest fires of 20, whatever. Mm. Didn't you say that the fires were even going against the wind towards more of the, the colonial? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I left that out. But yeah, it, the they, were, they were going to towards like the colonial settlements um, and away from like, yeah. Indigenous. Indigenous and native people. Mm. Yeah. And like a lot of people, I'm trying to remember the name. It's racking me um, of the land spirits that they use over in uh, like Australia, New Zealand. It's like Taka something. But um, people have really beautiful and profound stories about meeting those spirits and being terrified of them mm-hmm. and that those spirits are there to like protect the land and protect yeah. um, the flow of things going on. And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, when we went on Vision Quest, remember they were warning us like the last thing they said to us before we were about to be in four days of silence, no shelter, no food, no water, nothing was like, hey, there's protectors of this land. Yeah. They have, um, it was a specific tribe. She's, uh, she was like, they've been here for, you know, hundreds of years and they protect it and you'll see them you may see them running around with their masks and circling yeah. around yeah. you like, what the fuck yeah a lot of people talk about them having um like an ethereal form of like reptilian stuff too mm. a lot of, uh, it just made me go out there very humble i was like yeah i'm here i'm sorry i'm not looking to disrupt let me be cool we're cool you don't have I'm to teach cool. me any lessons like, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it whatever it is <laughs> I heard them. I didn't end up seeing them. That would have freaked me out too much. If it, you know, like seeing something that you know isn't actually like physically there, I yeah. think that would that would creep me beyond belief. Yeah, I mean, only people that are ready or that need to have that happen have that happen. You know, and it's a, it, yeah. It literally, um, it literally happened to my mom a year after my sister Erin died. Uh, my mom was on vacation down in Florida, and she called me. She was just there. It was just her and my sister Caitlin down there. And she said, I woke up at three in the morning to go use the bathroom and Erin was just standing there and she was beautiful. And it, sh- she was like, Sean, it was her. She was standing there and not saying anything, but she was just, she was just with me. And, um, it really, it, it really freaked me out because my mom doesn't say stuff like this. She's not like that. She's the opposite. She's a rational person. But I think she was um, not only ready for it, but she needed it. She needed to just see Aaron one more time in that form, not hooked up to machines, not, uh, you know, with with a health crisis, but in her just beautiful angelic form. And she came to my mom and, oh, it was such a a beautiful thing. It was such a, like, we we hold on to that story that, like, Aaron came back and presented herself again, kind of to just reach out through fucking space and time and be like, it's okay, I know you're grieving. But I'm I'm with you always. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. To think about rationale too and like the way that we tell those stories, there was a huge split in human consciousness when we as Westerners decided to split literature into fantasy and fiction. Mm. Because until that time, like most indigenous cultures, like there isn't fantasy stories. There's just yeah. story. Yeah. Right. And there's dream time stories and that story. Mm. Um, and the imaginal realm is understood to be reality and it's another reality. Mm. Um, but it's really interesting that in the West and in America, rationale has seemed to divide what those things are right. and therefore sort of like unvalidate an entire part of our existence, like oh half of our God. existence. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that a hundred percent. That's like, um, 
Yeah. Wow. I, I feel like that happens in so many, in, in so many parts of our lives, like things that I think that used to not have boundaries or used to not really be fragmented out like yeah. this have become that way. I, I, I blame a lot of things on capitalism, but I do think that that's <laughs> part of it. I really do. I think it's part of like the capitalist agenda of individuating us and also fragmenting things out into these increasingly, so <laughs> yeah, well, increasingly nuanced, co-optable little things. Yeah. Well, and when you say something is fantasy, you're insinuating that there is a structure of reality that you need to be controlled under, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like it's easier to control people because when there's bounds of fantasy are open, like I don't have to follow your rules mm-hmm. because I understand that there are other ones. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that there are people that are like very much more clairsentient or clairaudient or clairvoyant and... I'm like mostly disappointed that I'm not one of those people, but you know, I respect their stories and I want to hear them and I want to hear what they hear and see what they see and, and have it transmuted and, and, uh, brought to the, the plebs like myself. Yeah. But you're, you're one of those people too. You know, every, everyone is, you've tapped into it before. You know, we, we, we talk about all the time. I was like, we don't know anything. We don't know anything. But when you do know something, you know, you know it. And you know, you, you can, you can present it like, I've done stuff with you where I'm like, yo, I'm getting messages from like your body and your spirit that like you're not able to hear right now because you're uh, you're concerned with Googling what this is or or getting a doctor to tell you what this is or getting on certain supplements or whatever. And I'm like putting my hands on your body and I'm like, you know, it's fine. You don't need to bombard yourself with with supplements. You don't need to bombard yourself with anxiety about what this could be. I feel like that's healing. That's the message like that I'm feeling and I feel that we're hearing is like, you're, you're healthy. You know what I mean? Like if you're open, Wednesday's about opening to receive the message of like that you're healthy and whole. Yeah. Talk about telling a better story. Talk about telling a better story. You're good, man. And if you're not good, your body is so wise and, um, complicated in a way that you can't realm, but it, uh, understand, but it is working for you. And it is healing those scabs on their own. And it is healing your body. It's healing your heart. It's healing your soul. And it's and it's and it has a divine intelligence. And and that divine intelligence has got your back. Mm. So uh, you want me to pull a card for uh this? I definitely do. You're on fire, baby. Let's let it flow through. Hear that hell. All In right. fuego. Where are we going? Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa. A six of wands. Victory. Give that to Mary to hold up to the camera. My chip paint, not my nails. Oh, come on. It's beautiful. So what's this card all about? Victory. <laughs> it's the victory lap. He's on the horse with all the people. Mm. It's a hump day card. So I guess uh, lean into your uh, health, your health, your wealth, your divine nature. You are loved mm. and we love you. So have a great Wednesday and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. If you love a motherfucker, let them know. Hold your wands high. Peace and love, motherfuckers. Peace, love, and magic.